I have to go and get my, I, I, don't, want, I don't know why I'm saying I have to. I get to get my Botox, which is Today? great. Yes. It's at 12.30. And that's why I moved it to 9.30 because it take, it, it freaking took me 45 oh. minutes to an yeah. hour to get there the other day. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to make it in time. Yeah. So. If we can make this one fast. She's going to have to. Well, what time? We're good on time. I'm just letting you know. 10.30. 11.30. Yeah, we're good. Welcome back to another episode of the Know Your Power podcast. I'm your host, Julia Renee. And Kendall Aaliyah. And today we're going to be talking about why being a perfectionist is holding you back. I think you made this episode <laughs> for me. Bro. I mean, I made, I made it for myself. Like, I'm talking to myself. Yeah. And I'm talking to my past self. And we'll kind of go into that a little bit. But um, I really felt the need to make this episode because that was a funny mouth did you hear it was my throat i was like oh my god it was like (laughs) sorry i just took a sip of the an energy drink for the audio listeners i'm so sorry it's really it's probably gonna keep going too so i'll just sit back here while you take the wheel but i wanted to talk about this because in the know your power program which is my one-on-one one-on-one coaching training um and like mentorship it's very like self-awareness meets um, training, physique goals, mm-hmm. both of those things together. But one of the topics that the girls a lot were struggling with is like the perfectionist mindset of needing to like have everything perfect before doing something about it, needing to have the perfect workout, needing to hit their macros perfectly. Or if they don't, they feel like they're a failure. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is a really good topic to talk about on the podcast because I have so much experience with that in my personal life, in my business life and with um, professional bodybuilding career and stuff like that. So one of the things that I wanted to go through was like these Basically, these different quotes that are about the perfectionist mindset that I always use Mm -hmm. for my own personal life. And the first one is perfectionism is procrastination in disguise. I know this one. (laughs) So when I heard this quote, I heard it when I was doing my mentorship with Liv, one of our um, good friends. She's also been on the podcast. Make sure you go follow her. She's amazing. Uh, we need to have her on again. Yes. I forgot. She's, Every episode she's been on, I'll listen back like yes. 10 times. <laughs> she's also starting her podcast again. Oh, sick. And she's just rebranding it. She used to do one and uh, she stopped for a little bit, but she, oh, I can't wait to listen to that every day. But she was the one that told me perfectionism is procrastination disguise. I think the quote originally is like Mel Robbins or something. I'm not 100% sure, but... When I started my fitness journey, I wanted everything to be perfect. I needed the perfect workout plan, the perfect nutrition plan. I needed to make sure I had like all the right supplements in line, like the perfect workout outfit, everything. And I wanted to have it all done exactly the right way or else I wasn't going to start. It was like, okay, it all has to be perfect um, or I'm not going to start. And I did this in my business as well. So whenever I was moving from being a hairstylist into being like a full-time content creator and a coach, I wanted my website to be perfect. Like I needed to have enough like testimonials. I needed to make sure I had like a posting schedule, all of these things. And I used those excuses of not having all of that perfect as form of my, my, 
procrastination. So really, yeah. because I wanted it all to be perfect, I was actually procrastinating. So that's where the perfectionism is procrastination in disguise because you want it to be so perfect, which perfection doesn't exist. Like, it's, let's just mm-hmm. be real, that it causes you to procrastinate on the thing that you actually want to do. You could find a problem within anything. So you could, you could do this all day. So the way I always visualize it is like if an assignment is due, like a paper is due, and you just keep rereading it and keep changing <laughs> something because odds are, yes, you can change something to make it better True. over and over and over, you're going to pass that due date, you know, because you're just finding reasons to continue working on something True. when if you just put it out there, Odds are, even if it doesn't succeed to your expectations, okay, mm. now you can change things and release you can it again. Pivot. You can exactly. always, you can always pivot. And there's like a really good example that I have um, later on in the episode that's like unbelievable, like that. Mm-hmm. But what I what I really realized is that when I was procrastinating on these things because I was trying to make them perfect, what was really going on is that I was scared. Like I was fearful. I didn't know where my life was going. I didn't have a clear picture. And that's what really was going on was I was procrastinating and saying that, oh, but I'm just being a perfectionist, Mm -hmm. you know, but really I was scared. Like I didn't know what I was doing. And it's hard to admit (laughs) that to yourself. It's easier to say, oh, I'm trying to make this thing perfect or, oh, I'm just still working on that one thing. That's why I haven't posted it yet or done that yet. It's so much easier to say that than to admit, oh, I'm just, I'm scared to start this thing or I'm, I'm doubting myself to start this thing or whatever that looks like. It's so much easier to hide behind that. I'm just a perfectionist because I do that too. I do that in, I've, I've done it the most in my business as well, where like I knew I wanted to start my own training business and yet it was so much easier to stay complacent working at a gym because I had other people running the business side and I was like, well, I don't know enough about that to start my business or I'm not educated enough. And it's like, okay, you're finding excuses and pretending like your business model needs to be perfect instead of just starting the business and figuring out things on the way like that's the right way to do things it's just do the things you want to do without having that fear holding you back from it exactly and And that's preaching to myself oh yeah yeah (laughs) it's so normal to have that fear like whether it is you're trying to like be perfect in the gym like Mm -hmm. have the perfect routine or if you're trying to like seem perfect on social media or if you're trying to like perfect whatever business thing that you want to do or or even like a paper that you're writing or something it's like it's so easy to get stuck in the mindset of but I'm being a perfectionist so it's okay you know but there comes a point where you just just have to do the thing. You just have to start. You have to get, you know, you just got to be messy. Mm -hmm. You need to start messy. You need to start scared. You need to start confused. And then along the way you figure it out. Just think about the times where you started in the gym, for example, because this is a gym girl podcast. And you think back to that time and think to where you are now, like how much you've progressed, how much you've learned, the confidence that you've built, like how you've gotten the workouts down, all of that. It came with messing up with failing, with just starting. So Mm -hmm. there must be something right now that you can think of that you're using your perfectionist mindset as an excuse to procrastinate on the thing that your soul ultimately wants to do, whether it's like lifting heavier in the gym, starting that project, you know, asking that person out, whatever it is, you don't have to be perfect to start. You just have to start. Yes. And you figure it out along the way. That's what we've all done. 
And I spent so much time procrastinating on my business, procrastinating on my fitness goals, procrastinating in my personal life on things that I needed to work on. Mm -hmm. And it just takes starting. And sometimes it's going to be messy. And that's okay. Yeah. I remember when I started in the gym, I was consistently doing cardio for a while and I was afraid of going into the weight section. Mm -hmm. And I was afraid of going in there because I wanted my routine to be perfect. I wanted, I didn't want the people around me to be like, oh, she's never been here before. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that was my fear holding me back. And I remember like finding just one machine. It was literally glue abductors might be why I still do them. They're like a comfort thing for me. And it's easy because you get to just sit down and do the one motion that that machine does. There is like, it is fail proof. And I started with just doing that. I would walk over to that weight side of the gym. I would do that and then I would leave. Mm -hmm. And that's all it took in the beginning of finally just starting and finally just going over there. And then, then you can kind of be like, okay, I'm going to look around. Oh, okay. I see that girl using that machine. Now I kind of know how to use it. I'm going to do that one next week. And instead of old me who would only do cardio and look at the weight section and be like, oh, I'm not ready for that. I'm not at that time in my, in my fitness routine yet. Oh, I won't ever get there then I would have never been where I am today. So, And all of this usually stems from like a fear of judgment, Mm -hmm. you know, a fear that you're, you don't have the ability to follow through with the thing. Like uh, especially in the gym, like you're fearful of like what people around you are going to think. You're fearful of like, if you're able to even do the reps, if you're able to do the sets, if you're do it properly, like all of this is coming from yourself also like you're the one that's manifesting all of this into reality and really it's like no one cares I was about to say like reality check no one's paying attention Mm, to you no one cares everyone (laughs) think about just how in your own mind you are everybody else is also yeah everybody else is also they're also focused on what they're doing you could see someone and they could have your dream physique and Mm. they are still learning in the gym that doesn't mean that they are any better of a human being than you like trust me (laughs) hondo p and they're also not going to look at you starting and be like what are they doing on this side of the gym i mean i would hope not there are some people at the gym that are a little judgy that's but that's on their character not on you you know big facts another quote that i love is hold on this, this one is just one that I made up myself. <laughs> if you wait for it to be perfect before starting, you're going to be waiting forever. Yeah. Quote, Julie Renee. <laughs> I don't know. Beautiful. I, it's probably a quote by I've someone else. Similar, but but it's probably a quote yeah. by someone else. But I was just like, I don't know <laughs> what this is, but this is just something that I believe because yeah. I did this so many times. I mean, I want to think like think back to the all the times that you've tried to create the perfect workout or you got mad at yourself for not doing your best, not doing your absolute best, like hitting your macros perfectly, doing the weight that you thought you were going to do, um, losing the weight in the time frame that you thought you were going to lose the weight. Like think about all those times that you've judged yourself for not being perfect because it doesn't exist. You can't wait for the perfect anything because perfect isn't relatable. Like think about have you ever like met a person and they're like, oh my God, my life is just great. Like I, I work out all the time. Like everything is great. I have the perfect wife. I have the perfect husband. My children always listen to me. I know I'm doing the mom thing again. I'm not even a mom, but <laughs> I brought it up with Julia yes. that she brings up mothers every episode. Not that there's anything wrong with that. We love the mothers, yes. but I'm like subliminally, I think you're speaking to yourself. I'm in my mom era. I'm definitely in my mom era. I was telling Zach this. I'm rooting for it. My mom, this 
this as well that like I just can't like I'm about to be 27 I'm at that age where like now babies aren't gross to me I'm like every time I see one I'm like I gotta bring you you around my nephews because they like instantly make you have baby fever I know and my mom I should not have told my mom because she just like texts in all caps I'm so ready to be a Grammy (laughs) and I'm like oh no I got three years mom I've given myself three years to do everything that I can do in bodybuilding and then I'm gonna stop and become a mom but I'm here for it. You know, anyway, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Back to perfectionism. Yes. But just think about like these situations and these projects that you've been working on and you've tried to make them perfect before you start doing it or before you just go for it. Like it's it's not going to happen. Nothing yeah. is ever going to be perfect. I feel like it, odds are you're going to be more successful in whatever you're trying to go after. If you learn around along the way, I love learning from mistakes. I rather start something and be like, I'm going to figure it out as I do it. than hear step-by-step how to do it and replicate that. If that makes sense, because then you're actually like gaining the knowledge and not just replicating what other people are doing. So I feel like it sticks with you longer too. And that could be business. That could be in the gym. That could be in relationships, like whatever that looks like for you and what you're currently thinking about as we talk about these things, I feel like just, just going for it and learning and failing. You learn by failing a lot of the times. And you also don't appreciate your successes as much if you didn't fail trying to get there, you know? Very, very true. One thing that we talked about, oh, what was it? In the call, the Know Your Power call last night was, I I don't want to butcher it, but one of the girls in the the chat, because we do, like, there's so many of them that will just say, like, put it in the chat. She's like, I'm making that a tattoo. It was like, there wouldn't, be the lightness without the dark. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's like seems way deeper than just like your little failures, but it's very true. Like you wouldn't have the light feelings of like love and joy and success if it wasn't for those shadow moments where you felt like confused, you felt like a failure, Mm -hmm. you felt lost. Like we, we can't have either or like we learn so much from those shadowy moments where we feel like we're not, working out properly. We feel like our business is failing. We feel like we're not being a good significant other. Like we learn a lot from those moments so that we can take it into the light and be better. And that's with all things, not just working out in the gym, but you can progress by, by really just learning about those moments and taking stuff from it. And one of the things that I struggled with a lot, (laughs) at least is that sometimes like my goals and like my dreams and aspirations seem so big and scary that I would use all the excuses of why, like, I can't do it. I like, if I wanted to do a social media, I would say like, well, I don't know how to, I don't know the right ways to like grow my following. So I can't do it. I don't know how the YouTube algorithm works. So I don't do, I don't even know how to make a thumbnail. So I can't do it. Like, so we can come up with a laundry list of excuses of why we can't just start something easily. Like we always do that with things. That was me recently with YouTube, as we all know, for everyone who consistently listens to this podcast, I feel like you would say with the YouTube, Mm -hmm. one thing that Kendall would consistently (laughs) say, and I I just never said anything (laughs) is she would say, you know, I'm such a perfectionist that I don't know if I can start YouTube unless that everything looks like perfect and the video is this and that. And look, you did it. And that was, that really was what was holding me back. Like literally exactly what we're saying, where I think thought the videos had to be this high production perfect thing and then I started realizing 
okay, like Christian's kind of changing his format. Christian Guzman's changing his format to go back to the old ways. And Sam Selleck is like blowing up right now. And he has that old style of vlogging. And I was like, it doesn't have to be a Mr. Beast. Yes. $5 million like high production video with 20 cameras and the best editing. Like, I mean, that's just TV. Yeah. I mean, that's just, a, that's at this point, it ain't even YouTube. It's just TV. Yeah. But it's so easy to see those like really, really successful YouTubers and assume you need their same setup, their same energy, their same whatever. And I was like, that just couldn't ever be me. And that was what was making me procrastinate it so much. And I realized that, how about I just like make my own lane? Like how about I just pick up the camera and hang out? And if people want to listen to that, they will. And if they won't, that's okay. Because now I'm at least doing what I've been wanting to do and posting on YouTube. Like it doesn't matter if the audience isn't 5 million people, you know? Um, And eventually it could grow into that. But if I don't start posting, who knows? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, and there's perfectionism in that as well, Mm -hmm. in the sense of when you just go very natural and raw and you just use your personality and you don't try to be anything that you're not that is like imperfectly perfect you know oh and it's so nice it's so nice not trying to be perfect on there because if I cared so much about like the way I was talking or the energy I was bringing or how I looked even that would be like so much more exhausting than right now I get to just hang out and it's so fun (laughs) and that's why it's relatable like going back to like perfection and the the uh, strive for being perfect isn't relatable. Mm -hmm. And that's why I feel like um, there were moments where Christian Guzman and I like, like, uh, this is not to like talk bad about him or anything. A great YouTuber. I was simply just reading the comments. And by simply reading the comments, one of the things that people missed was that, that interaction, the, the like OG Christian of, of just sitting down and like talking to the camera. That was one of the things that people missed the most. And Mm -hmm. that's what caused him to want to pivot. So he went from kind of wanting the things to look perfect and be so cinematic and things. There's nothing wrong with that because it's beautiful and we can all appreciate that. But he kind of pivoted into being more real and raw and imperfect. And by doing that, people started to love it way more. Yeah. Because it was so, we connect to that more than we do perfection well if you think about like the kardashian effect i feel like Mm. they had to they started as being relatable and fun and you're watching this family and they're like yes they're successful but they're still like they bicker the way siblings do and it's fun to watch and they became this like over the years and i feel like we've seen this with youtubers too like really big youtubers like look at like an emma chamberlain true they get to this level of success that makes it really hard to relate to them now because like oh i'm sorry i can't relate to your 50 million dollar mansion you know um and there's nothing wrong with that they they got that success over time and they of course are gonna be doing those things that like maybe the everyday folk wouldn't do everyday folks like us us just regular regular people (laughs) i don't know why i said folk but that's so funny yeah folks um but like it, it made them like untouchable and then their following started to like kind of But plateau. also it's like it's 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 not their fault. No, I exactly. Mean, like that, that was a natural progression that's for That's what's them. difficult is that mm-hmm. like it is hard, especially when you work as hard as like Christian Guzman does or Emma, Emma Chamberlain where they like grew up on social media and they've spent all this time and effort because it does take time and effort mm-hmm. to create that audience and everything. Like they've gotten to a specific level where they have things that people that that are watching don't have so yeah. there is this balance of like 
of course, like he's he's not going to be really relatable anymore. Like yeah. he can't pretend he that he doesn't own all these. Business. He can't <laughs> pretend that he doesn't own all these businesses. Yeah. But he can open open up about his struggles and stuff like that. And that's what he's exactly. Been doing. You can be authentic and yeah. relatable in different ways. And like again, the Kardashian effect of it all because I feel like they're such an extreme. Um, now they post more like iPhone selfies and yeah. they post like their kids and hanging out and like just those things that everyone could relate to. So True. even if you aren't perfect in one sense I feel like that like you're saying those imperfections are what make you more lovable <laughs> like True. make you more human and we we love seeing that in other people you know what's actually crazy is that yesterday my sister my sister is my assistant and a lot of like the podcast coming out and a lot of like all the things that has to do with the podcast thanks to Chloe so give Chloe some love yes but love you Chloe. she was doing she did a test on my YouTube channel and she did a test where she used a thumbnail that had an iPhone photo of me versus a professionally done photo and mm-hmm. edited uh, fo- photo taken by Ian professionally and edited by you mm-hmm. professionally <laughs> because that's how I that's what I think and she tested it to see which one did better yeah. and it was the the very real one where I just did iPhone photos of like what my food was and an iPhone photo of me like in my gym clothes versus like a professionally done one. So she ended up coming to the conclusion. She's like, people love the real stuff more. Mm -hmm. And of course, like I, we love taking those like professional photos and stuff because they're super fun. They can look really cool. And she just started to notice that there was a trend of people enjoying and liking and the views actually being better from when something was a little bit more raw and real versus like done up and extra. Yeah. And sometimes you feel like you have to do the done up and extra because you see other people doing it. And it's like, sometimes that's not even like true to yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, I know you're someone, yes, you're like great model and you're beautiful in front of the camera, but I also know like, you you want those like someone like Ian or me taking the photo like that's not like your passion isn't photography you know so like you don't have to hire a photographer you know and I feel like it's so easy to see people who always put these like really professional videos and photos out there and be like I have to be super professional and perfect and all these things and it's like or you could just still take your iPhone selfies and people love you for it anyway you know very true very true and I think too with like YouTube, some people see that I have like Ian following me around. They're like, do Mm -hmm. I need to have that? I'm like, no, this is just what works best for, for, for my life. Like he relieves so much stress. And also it's like the time that is created for me to do other things that I'm good and passionate about and let him have the creativity and do what his genius is. Mm -hmm. Like that's time saver is priceless. Yeah. And it's it's like, it's more fun for both of you in the process then. So yeah, he gets to be the creative and do his thing. And I get to just do my thing, which is show up and be entertaining. Have my face there. But the story that I was talking about earlier with the like just raw starting without having everything perfectly planned out is that there's this story of Tony Robbins and he was doing this talk in front of a audience. And you know Tony Robbins, he's very like charismatic and stuff. So his talk is usually I'm I'm assuming it's like usually planned out, but it ended up going off off a tangent. Yeah. And he started noticing that the crowd was like responding like to you know when I mean when a crowd is like responding or where someone's saying something and you can tell that they're like with you, you can tell that they're like engaged. So the audience is like really engaged with it. So at the end he says, and 
in 30 days, we're going to have a program ready that's about this topic exactly and blah, blah, blah. And his team is freaking out because he doesn't have a program. Mm -hmm. He made it up. It does like, they're all like, what is he talking about? We don't have this program. So he ends up selling a program for $300,000. Like that's how much he made off selling this program that wasn't even ready yet Mm -hmm. because he just saw a need and he filled it and he was like, I'll figure it out as I go. And they still had 30 days in order to come up with this perfect, perfect. They had 30 days. See, I'm already (laughs) doing it. He had 30 days to come up with this program that people were interested in. And he just said, I feel, I see a need. I'm going to fill it. I don't need to have the perfect plan and we're just going for it. Like it's fucking crazy. I also feel like sometimes setting those deadlines for yourself, it forces you to do certain things. I've done this strategy before Yeah. because Zach made me, I did not want to, this is against everything that I believe, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm, see, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work on that thinking that I need to have everything perfect. Yeah. When I started the know your power program, which is, you know, what we have now, we have all the systems and we have it down. I started it without having anything ready. Yeah. Not because I wanted to. I'm going to be real. <laughs> Zach was like, we we can't have everything planned perfectly yeah. down to the last T before we make it. Because also, when you have people come into whatever it is that you're offering, they will also tell you more of what they need. Yeah, feedback. Yes. Learn from feedback. And that's <laughs> been the best part is that while starting this program without being 100% perfect, it's allowed me to take that feedback from other people and make it better. Yeah. So that each time the women get more value. They get they get more content. They get more education. They get more workout uh, knowledge, yeah. all of that stuff. Even with the Know Your Power event in person, which I feel like couldn't have gone better. Yeah. I think it went amazing. And I'm sure a lot went into behind the scenes mm-hmm. of that. But still, you you did it without knowing if it would turn out perfectly, yes. you know? Um, and then getting feedback. And like everyone had really, really positive feedback. But we were like talking with the VIPs the day after the yes. event. And we were like, what? what'd you like what yeah. you didn't like and like the little things that they had said oh can we I I wish we focused like a little more on this one part like I mm-hmm. already see you working for the second event yes. like implementing those things and it's like that's the only way to get better is by hearing people's experience or yeah. going through it yourself or like if you did notice something on that day that you're like oh I wish that went smoother yes. now you have the opportunity to make it go smoother like and that's we were, all it takes yeah like we were literally talking about this this weekend of like when I was telling you and Erica about mm-hmm. like our plans for it. And we literally, there's three big, big things that we noticed that needed to be adjusted mm-hmm. and some things that we needed to take out just for like how it ran and how people responded and the parts where people responded really well, because we also asked for feedback afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like my sister, my assistant also made a, like a feedback form of like what you loved and where we could improve. And then we can look back on that and we've already made plans to adjust those things. We've added a VIP option for where they girls can all stay in an Airbnb together because they How had fun so they had so much fun like getting to know each other that yeah. they wanted to like stay with each other and have a sleepover. So we've added that. We've increased a time in which was their favorite part. We're making that longer. Mm-hmm. We've cut out a specific thing because of how we saw people respond to it. So by making sure that we weren't overly obsessed with being perfect about it. It's allowed us that room to make mistakes, 
and adjust them so that we can be better each time. And yeah. then eventually we're going to have it so down. They'll be like, we got this down. We have the flow. We, we understand what it is. And it only takes by doing it. Yeah. Just starting without it needing to be perfect and adjusting as you go. Yeah. Mic drop. <laughs> I feel like we might drop like once an episode. Yes. And then, it's just like facts. I mean, facts, <laughs> facts, bro. And the last, the last quote that I personally teach not only like to myself daily, but to the girls in the program is progress over perfection. Mm-hmm. And every day progressing a little bit on your goals in your relationship, in your business, in your physique goals, whatever it is, progress over perfection is such a big deal because sometimes we get so caught up in the perfection of it all. We forget about the progress that we've made. Yeah. Um, I had a one-on-one call with one of our girls and she was kind of struggling with this a lot. And we just made her aware of like, look at all of the progress that you've made. Like, look how much you've lost at the start of the program. You, she had no schedule, like no schedule. She said she had squirrel brain and she's like, I can't get us, I can't get anything down. Like I can't figure out. And I was like, and look what you've done. She's like on a schedule. She's got her routine down. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to forget about the progress that you've made when you're, all you can see is, well, it's not perfect. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. I see this a lot with weight loss clients because they're so obsessed with that end weight or end goal. And yes. Okay. I want to drop 50 pounds. That's my goal. And now you've lost 30 and you hit a plateau. It's so easy to go. I'm not where I want to be yet. I'm not happy with my results yet. And it's so easy to forget. You just did all that work to drop these 30 pounds. You are 30 pounds more in the right direction now than you were a few months ago. And it's so important to, yes, recognize that and sit in that and be proud of yourself. I feel like it's so easy to be so focused on like the future that you don't look back and go like, oh, wow, I did all of this so far, you know? And then you can't continue in the future if you don't recognize that, because that's how we grow because and evolve. it's just like never enough. It's yeah. that like never enough cycle. Like, okay, so what? It's almost like uh, past you would have been ecstatic about losing 10 pounds. Yeah. Now present you has lost the 10 pounds and now it don't matter. Yeah, because it's know? not perfect Because now it's like, okay, but 10 pounds don't matter. Like 20, 30, yeah. 40. Like yeah. when is enough going to be enough? So I love what you said about sitting in what you have done because mm-hmm. we often don't do that. I like love forcing myself to do that because <laughs> I, it doesn't come natural. I don't think it comes natural to anyone. I don't think it's like in human nature to like, I don't know. I'm just so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Look at all the stuff I've done. I'm sure there's people like that, but like I've just never had that level of Low like pride. <laughs> Low key. High. No, actually high As key you me. should. <laughs> like that's what's like, I want more of that yeah. in my no, I psyche. Forget. I definitely forget. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, it's easy to forget. I actually had a moment in the bathroom because I take pee breaks like in <laughs> between our, our recording where I looked at my physique and I was like, I cannot believe how you've been able to maintain a physique that you love that's mm-hmm. healthy and that's like muscular for this long because yeah. I've wanted this for so long I've been I've been struggling and I've been striving to do the thing that I am doing right now that I'm like currently living mm-hmm. so I looked in the mirror and I was like Oh my God, you did it. I had a moment of like forgetting that I've been wanting this, but been able, like been wanting to maintain a physique that I'm proud of and not put on too much weight so Mm -hmm. that I struggle when I'm cutting. I was like, you did it because I just, I made the promise to myself 
last year that I will not do it again. I just specifically said, you are not going to repeat this pattern again. You will not do it. you broke it. And I broke it. So I was just like looking and I was like, oh my God, I did it. It's funny because I'm in the same boat because I was really similar to you. You did it too. Every off season. Yeah. Yeah. We both did it. We did it. Um, And it's same because I was looking in the mirror the other day. My new shower at my new house has has a mirror across from this giant shower, which is like alarming. Honestly, I would not like that. You're just like, oh. It's only like half my waist and up, but I was looking at myself and it was very, again, my period starting soon. I've also eaten a lot over the celebration weekend for my birthday and things like that. So, and I haven't been in the gym because I was moving and whatever. I was just out of my normal. That sound was like (laughs) nice. Um, Where was I going with that? You ate a lot out of your routine. So easy to look at my physique last night while I was showering and be unhappy with what I was seeing. And then I get also had to step back and go, but you've maintained this like weight and this level of leanness for almost two years now. Old you would have been freaking out over that, right? Because I'm not fluctuating super high, super low. I'm able to maintain, which was my personal goal. And it's easy to forget that in like a moment of, oh, I'm not happy with how that looks right now. And it's like, okay, but in the grand scheme of things, Things, you're, doing, you're doing the thing you're doing pretty good and yeah. that's pro- that's on progress not yeah. perfection exactly if I was so obsessed with having perfection over it then that would have driven me to like old mentality of oh I need to go do a ton of cardio yeah. today I'm oh I need to <laughs> not eat enough today because that's gonna do something good for me and it's like no you just gotta stick with the progress you're currently on yes, yes. so three things to remember on procrastination, procrasti- or not procrastination. On perfection. Bro, we need a whole episode on procrastination also. <laughs> oh, yeah. Perfectionism is procrastination in disguise. If you wait for it to be perfect before you start, you're going to be waiting five ever. Not forever, but five uh, ever. The rest of your life. And the last one, progress, not perfection. Yes. Please. Yes. You don't need to be perfect. Perfect is boring. Yes. It don't exist. It's weird because I'm only like a perfectionist in certain parts of my life. And those parts of my life are the most frustrating for me because <laughs> there's sometimes I don't care at all. And that's when I'm my happiest because you're free. You're not like putting yourself in these like weird restraints of I need to be perfect. Very true. Yeah. And hey, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's a good one. We can go on and on about that. But <laughs> more yeah. quotes. Yeah, no, more, more, more. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for joining us. If you want to be a part of the Know Your Power coaching program, please Check the link in the description and be a part of a community of women from all over the world that are supporting each other, lifting each other up. And this program is unlike any other. We focus on the self-awareness aspect and the workout nutrition and all of that because I truly believe that those two, they go hand in hand, my guy. They go hand in hand. So if that's something you're interested in, please join our community down to the description. And as always, we love you all so much and you are more powerful than you think. Bye. Whoa, that was really that was on, on point. <laughs> We've got the pitch down and everything. Oh, Jesus. That was really. Bye. Bye. <laughs>